Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome back into another edition of Prime Sports World. I'm your host, your host David on point right there is the CEO of Prime Sports World, Mr. Israel Rivera. Welcome into the show, my friends. Uh, We're going to be breaking down the remaining teams in the AFC South as we look to preview their offseason Tennessee Titans and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, if you happen to happen to miss us live, you can you can catch us at a myriad of streaming platforms. I will share the link to that as well. Um, I've also shared the StreamYard link to all of the places. So if you want to join us to talk a little bit Jacksonville Jaguar Tennessee Titan football, more than welcome to do so. Uh, but yeah, please know what you're talking about before you join the show. Uh, Izzy, welcome to the <laughs> show, man. What's up, buddy? What's the good word? What's going What's going on? The good word is to the good man upstairs. Thank God for another day and another show with my with my main man David on point Hopkins, baby. Oh, baby, yeah, we got a lot. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, one of the surprising teams in the AFC South last season. Uh, many people thought they'd be better with the changing at the coach, uh, but I don't know if many people had them winning the division and winning a playoff game. Yeah, um, I I didn't expect Jacksonville Jaguars to be the Jacksonville Jaguars to be where they were. We kind of start saw it in the beginning of the season. Where they were, you know, I think they start they 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 started off what like they had a, a big win against uh, San Diego. I mean, I oh got Los Angeles. <laughs> um, they had a couple. They had a couple big wins. <laughs> they had a couple big wins early on, uh, and we saw the 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 maturity in the um at, you know uh, of Trevor Lawrence, right? Yep. The, basically, um, grew up right in front of ability to get better. Yeah, basically, he's he's risen to be a top ten quarterback in his league. All due to Doug Peterson. Um, yeah, and, and I think adding those and, weapons on the offensive side of the ball is going to really help them out. Um, but yeah, we'll see what ends up happening with this. So let's talk about the Titans first. Uh, is there a team that feels like a little bit in transition here? Uh, there's their draft capital right there on the board there. Uh, they have all of their own draft picks. Uh, they're notable for re- free agents, Austin Hooper, Moyo Edwards, Lonnie Johnson. Uh, they're a projected cap space. Both these teams, shockingly, way under the cap. Like, not even, like, way over the cap. Uh, $22 million for the for the Tennessee Titans. I think the Jaguars are like 22 million as well. Uh, Mike Vrabel is their coach. They just hired a new GM, Brent Carthon, and uh, Brooke Nihel is the team president. How should the Titans approach the draft? Um. Well, you know, one thing I think they do need, uh, they need they need to, you know, get an edge rusher um, or, you know, some offensive line help. Um, I know that, uh, you know, Taylor Lewan, um not Taylor Lewan, uh, but yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. Taylor, yeah, Taylor would Taylor uh, getting Taylor up there, was, get, get, getting up there in age, getting up there in bit. age. Uh, yeah, so they're going to need finish hurt the last two seasons. Uh, he may become a cap casualty, actually, to be totally honest with you. Uh, if they cut yeah. him, they'd save $14.8 million. If they cut Ryan Tannehill, they'd save another $17.8 million in cap. Rate. I want to see them. I want to see them. If the kid is available, the kid from Northwestern, I would love to see them, uh, you know, grab him, Peter Skowronski. I don't know if he will be available there. Um, uh, you got an, another, you know, you know, a good, you know, tackle in Paris Johnson Jr. from Ohio State. That'll be there at um, where they're drafting. I believe they're drafting, what, the 13th? Uh, yeah, 11th. They, they have the 11th. So those those guys will be there. Yeah, those guys will be there. Um, you know, I, I, you know, at least Paris Johnson, I think, will be there. If not, your second biggest need, I, I honestly believe, is edge rusher. Um, and I know Tyree Wilson probably won't be there. We talked about him. Um, he'll probably be a projected top 10 pick. Um, they, I well, I mean, they are, guys. they are, they are going to be getting, you know, Harold Landry back to Nico Autry is going to be healthy. Um, they are going to be getting Bud Dupree back who missed a lot of the last season. 
Um, right. I mean, Harold Landry, if you remember, was their best edge rusher, did not play a game this season. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you can never have too many edge rushers, though, David. It's true. I mean, I mean, but I yeah. think the other big issue, I think, is at the skill position. I mean, outside of Derrick Henry, no, there's nothing really else on this roster that really scares you all that much. I mean, it's right. uh, Nick Westbrook-Akina, Traylon Burks is still a second-year player. Robert Woods hadn't really panned out as a draft. Uh, Tontrell Hilliard, uh, the backup to Derrick Henry, is a free agent. I don't think they'll bring him back. Um, Hassan Haskins, you saw moments of him where he looked okay. Um, mm-hmm. I just – the skill position just aren't, isn't there at both sides. I mean, the, I know they did hit a really nice pick on Roger McCrary. He seems like a really good corner, the kid from Auburn. Uh, Crystal Fulton kind of re- really came into his own this season. But, I mean, they're still kind of waiting for Caleb Farley to kind of pan out into a top-flight flight corner. It doesn't appear that's going to be the case. Well, I think what I saw out of Traylon Burks last year, I think he can definitely be a number one wide receiver in this league, in that offense, I think. He's big. He's in the mold of like an A.J. Brown um, he, he shocked me, especially in the second half of the season. He played really well uh, down the stretch there. Um, you know, my thing is, if you can add a compliment to, yeah, on the outside, um, you got a guy like you got a guy like Jordan Addison to be there. Um, Zay Flowers may be a reach just because of his age. I think Zay Flowers is probably outside of, you know, maybe Quentin Johnson or whatever. I think he might be the most most uh well-rounded wide receiver uh, in terms of wide running and, and yeah but i i i think that would be a wild reach to take him at 11 at but, 11 yes yeah, yeah. like um I, so. I i do think that they're gonna probably go tackle i i think taylor Lawan has probably spent played his last game and in, in, as a tennessee titan and i realize that tennessee titans love taylor Lawan, but i i have a mm-hmm. feeling they're gonna be moving on from him um just based on the cap space of the cap hit um it just makes sense to move on from him no, no, absolutely. I mean, he's like you said, he's been injured the last couple of years. He's getting up there in age. He's in his, you know, he's past his prime. Um, he was a monster. And, and, I mean, this know, is a team that needs to prime. get needs to get back under the cap as it is. So I, I can't imagine that they're going to. The quarterback position, too. I mean, I, I know you drafted uh, Malik Willis, you know, to be the guy. Are you going to roll with Malik Willis? And, and that could be a storyline, actually. Uh, one of my storylines here. <laughs> you don't know what you're going to do at the quarterback position, right? Is it Ryan Tannehill or is it Malik Willis? Do you put your eggs in, in, in that basket? I mean, yeah. I, I I would personally, I, I think it's time to move on from Ryan Tannehill. I, I think you've done everything you're going to do with Ryan Tannehill as your starting quarterback. Do I think Malik Willis is the guy? We don't really know. We've had, we haven't seen him do anything in the NFL. And last, I mean, nope. he was at Liberty and we haven't really, I mean, he got thoroughly outplayed by Joshua Dobbs when they did play in games. Um, but I think you have to figure out what you have in this kid. You're not going to have an opportunity to take a quarterback at 11, unless you really reach for like the kid from the kid from Stanford, or if you wanted to take hidden mm. hooker, which was what that would be a wild reach too. You can but. get that. You can get that in the, in the, in the second round, honestly, yeah, yeah, to be honest, yeah, that, that's, yeah. that's something, that's something that you can reach for in the second round. Um, you know, when I look at when I look at that situation, man, I just think when I look at that situation, I just think of this, right? Yeah, I think it is. It might be time to move on from Ryan Tannehill. Uh, and at this point, I mean, we yeah, you, you're right. You didn't see Malik Willis. Um, you know, the playbook wasn't open for him. You know, yeah. to throw the football, it was more or less okay. We're not comfortable with you throwing the ball downfield just yet at the NFL level, which kind of scares me a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, especially on, especially on a team that wasn't going anywhere, you <laughs> might as well see what you got, man. Yeah, so you might as well see what you got. But it was it was pretty much Derrick Henry or bust on that for that offense. Uh, my thing about Malik Willis is that you know the, the same problems that he had in college, he holds the ball too long. 
you can't do that in the NFL. You got to be a quick decision maker because you hold the ball too long. You can get sacked a lot. You can get hit a lot. And I know you you athletic, and I know you think you can get away with running, but uh, those quarterbacks don't last long. They don't last a full 17 games in in the regular season, as Lamar Jackson found out, as Jalen Hurts found out because he was out for a couple games, yep. and all the other yeah, Kyler Murray. So, yeah, you, you either you either you learn from people making that mistake, or you find out the hard way. That just, it doesn't work that way. Um, Absolutely. Could this be a team that's in the Jimmy Garoppolo kind of area? Is this possibly could be, could be in the Aaron Rodgers potential area? Uh, like, if they could they could they be a team that looking to trade? They don't have enough weapons for Aaron Rodgers to, to even entice to, to like you they still right, I mean, gotta I mean, trade. I mean, you still have to trade for Aaron Rodgers. I mean, or that we talked about this before. If the if the Packers don't trade Aaron Rodgers, are they one of those teams that once goes after Jordan Love? I think TJ's talked about this a few times. Yeah. Could could they go get Jordan Love if if he ends up staying on the Packers and Aaron Rodgers well, is still there? Yeah, no. Jordan Love is definitely a is is definitely a, a hot commodity in in NFL circles. I think from what he's what he showed in the Eagles game, there's just sure, a small yeah, sample size. One game. The <laughs> one game, no, no, no. But no, even going back to last season, he played well against Pat Mahomes in the Kansas City Chiefs. He, he didn't. He, did he? Well. I don't. He didn't play that well. He in that played. Game. He played. He played well enough for guys to be like, okay, he he went against a Super Bowl champ. He went against a Super Bowl, you know, defense, you know. Yeah, oh, okay. Uh, I right. uh, top three priorities you know? when it comes to Tennessee Titans. What are your top three priorities? <sighs> top three priorities, man. You definitely have to get more. You have to get more depth at the offensive line. Um, I think the number one priority, though, in my opinion, is what are you going to do? We just talked about it. What are you going to do at the quarterback position? Are you going to go for it? Are you going to go forward with Malik Willis, or are you going to stay with Ryan? Stay pat with Ryan Tannehill. That's first. And then the second thing, I think they need to get more depth at the tackle position. Um, as well. Um, another story. I want to do four storylines here because I know that I know that uh, they they got this guy um, as as the backup running back. But you know, um, and I'm talking about um, Hassan, uh, Haskins. Hassan Haskins. Yeah, but like like Derrick Henry does need some help. You know, so I mean, do you add another you know running back? I don't know, but yeah, you need more depth at attack at the tackle positions, and also you need more. You need an edge. You need some more. Um, you know help at the edge rusher position too because I if I'm not mistaken this team was at the bottom of the league in sacks in quarterback I will, I will I will find that out but uh I, I yeah I, I agree with you number one quarterback the number one priority for this team has to be figure out what you're going to be doing at quarterback next season and going forward I mean I don't think you can I, I think the time Ryan Tannehill era is over uh there in Jacksonville so we'll, we'll see what ends up happening there um, I also think priority number two. I think yeah, you. I think the secondary needs to be totally overhauled, especially in the cornerback position. That too. And then the third one, I think you need. I I think especially if you're going to cut Taylor Lewan, um, you need to figure out who the heir apparent is at right tackle and left tackle. Uh, even though they did take the kid from uh, uh, Ohio State uh, last year, that was pretty solid as their right tackle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tennessee Titans had. Are they even? Hold on, sorry. Tennessee Titans are like middle of the pack when it comes to sacks. 39 sacks. Uh, they're basically middle, like smack bang in the middle. Smack bang 16th, 17th, yeah. something like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, 
anyways, I mean, it, in some games, it just seemed non-existent, man. It just seemed it's true. It just didn't seem like uh, they were just we, we don't have Harold Landry. I mean, come on. It's, I mean, he's your yeah, best or Bed Dupree or Bud Dupree. So, yeah. um, you, you need those two guys back. The health of those two guys are um, is essential. And then also, like you said, he's trying to get more weapons on the outside for your quarterback to get to throw to. I know Traylon Burks is a nice weapon, but he can only do so much. You're going to lose your tight end this year uh, to free agency. I mean, um, they, so I mean, they they went from having a team that check had, um, Congo, they, they, slight, they, but it's they not. had they had they had a bunch of tight ends. They went from having a bunch to having none. <laughs> and um, I mean, Checker Congo had you know that nice little two three week stretch where he's yeah. catching touchdowns left and right. But you know, he's not. I don't think he's the answer there. He's a, he's a good backup though. I agree with you. Uh, moving on from the Tennessee Titans, let's talk about the team that actually won this division, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, they have their own picks, and they have a fourth-round pick from Tampa Bay. Uh, they have a sixth-round pick from Houston via the Jets. Uh, then they have a, a sixth-round pick from Philadelphia, I think for Gardner Minshew, actually. And then they have a mm. seventh-round pick from the Carolina Panthers, I believe, for Leviscus Chenault. Uh, I think that's how they worked out. Notable free agents there on the screen, Evan Ingram, Marvin Jones. Uh, Dwayne Smoot and Arden Key, uh, both the last two guys are defensive ends. Uh, their projected cap space negative twenty two point seven five million dollars. Uh, so they're another team that's over the cap. Uh, head coach Doug Peterson, Trent Baalke, GM uh, Mark Lamping is their team president. So how do the Jaguars approach free agency and the draft? Well, definitely. I mean, let me say this: you're, you're gonna you're probably gonna lose Evan Ingram. He's probably gonna get paid yeah. by another team this season. So you're losing a tight end. And that sucks for Trevor Lawrence because he looked a lot. He looked to Evan Ingram a lot this season. So you're going to have to replace Evan Ingram. And I think that's what they do in the draft with a 24 pick. Um, in free agency, um, man, I mean, continue. I, I, you know, I would say they, you know, uh, Christian Kirk is a nice weapon. Uh, but I think they they do need a, a true number two wide receiver. I know like Zay, Zay Jones, Marvin Jones is going to be a free agent. Zay Jones was okay. But he's in, slightly inconsistent. I think you need to, you know, try and, you know, get, you know, maybe see if you can get a, a Jacoby Myers well, thing you or, remember, or thing Nelson you, Aguilar. Thing you gotta, I think you got to remember is, though, that they traded for Calvin Ridley, who's going to be coming to this team next year. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I they, totally they, they, they literally, they, they basically traded nothing to get Calvin Ridley from the Falcons, and he's going to be their number one when he gets here next oh. season. That that is a interesting. I totally forgot about that dynamic to Jacksonville Jaguars next season. They're gonna have Christian Kirk and Calvin Ridley and Zay Jones. Trevor all three Lawrence of those guys. Ri- Trevor Lawrence is a rich man next year. Yeah, I mean Calvin. They Possibly. got a steal on Calvin Ridley. Um, they got some decent pieces on defense. I still think the secondary needs to be a little bit better. Yes, um, especially in the safety in the backs and the safeties. Uh, Trayvon Walker had a pretty solid rookie season as the first overall pick. Um, you know they have the other Josh Allen, who's a very good, a very good player. Rayshon Jenkins is not that bad of a safety. Hey, no, he's not. He's single-handedly won them a game last year. Yeah, no, Rayshon Jenkins is is pretty solid. He had he had that though that game where he, like you said he had multiple picks, yeah. pick sixes. I mean he had that so. game against the Cowboys where he had that pick six. Uh, potential cut candidates because uh, they need to get under the cap. Shaquille Griffin to save thirteen point five million. Roy Roy Robertson Harrison. Uh, seven point eight million, and Rayshon Jenkins, who we just talked about, uh, they could save six point three million if they cut him. I love the Jacksonville Jaguars' young front seven, though. Um, you got yeah. Forsyth Lincoln, you got Trayvon Walker, who you drafted last year, number one overall pick. You got Devin Lloyd from Utah, from uh, the, their other uh, first round pick, or, or was he a second round pick last year from Utah? First round um, pick. Who's back? He's the first, first round, round pick. 
yeah. back into the first round. Yeah, I mean Devon Hamilton at no at no sack. He's a space eater. Uh, the other Josh Allen, you know. So I I love their front seven. I think they they get after it. We saw it in a couple. We saw it in games last year where they where they got after the quarterback. And I think you're right. I think at, at the cornerback position, at, you know, definitely in the back end. I think you know they 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 need some depth there. Um, you know, going into next season. You know, um, and there's going to be some guys that they could – I mean, they're over the cap a little bit. I mean, I know they can make things work. Um, I mean, there's going to be some guys like, you know, Jamal Dean's going to be available. Uh, I don't know if they go get Jesse Bates. I think he's going to be – he's going to want some big-time money. I think he's going to be too uh, expensive for them. Yeah, he's going to be way too expensive. Um, you know, I'm just looking at James Bradbury. Uh, you know, from the season that he had, he he may want a nice little pretty penny, a nice long, a longer contract. I I, I think I think he's going to get tagged. You think he's going to get tagged there in Philly? Yeah, I don't think they're yeah. going to let him go. I mean, you got a guy, you got a guy like I mean, Cameron Sutton, Jim, that's out Jimmy there. Ward, Adrian, Adrian Amos. I mean, another guy who's going to be available. Yeah, um, yeah, you got you got John, you know, uh, well, CJ Gardner Johnson, I think, is coming back anyways for for the Philadelphia Eagles. So I ain't even going to mention him. So I yeah. mean, you got some cornerbacks uh, out there I, in the free agency. I, I, I think, that, I think that both they can those guys after. are going to be back in Philly. I mean, Artie Burns has yeah. been a solid safety for majority or for corner for most of his career. Michael Hughes, a guy who's mm-hmm. been a solid. Um, nothing really. Kyle Fuller has been okay. Uh, various locations where he's been. Jamal and Jamal had, and Jamal Dean had a nice year last year. For for he was probably one of the only bright spots on the defense last year. I think he's going to garner some money, uh, or you know possibly get franchise tag. I don't know if he's eligible to get franchise tag by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, yeah, but they'd be is. stupid to try and let him walk. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. People don't usually uh, franchise tag that particular position, but we'll see. Right. Um, how about talk about top three? So we're talking about free agency in the draft. So we're talking about, so what is Jaguars? What do they need outside of, you know, on the draft? Um, well, outside another tight end, you know, I, I saw some, you know, I think that, I think, you know, they can go get, you know, if, if, if Michael Myers still there, I don't think he'll be on the board at 24. A I, guy I like Dalton so Kincaid, a guy like Dalton Kincaid to still be there, uh, on the board. Uh, for them, I think they can go ahead and and, and possibly go ahead and uh, target him. In yeah, because uh, you you saw what a dominant tight end did for for just for uh for Trevor Lawrence here in Jacksonville. If you can get another guy who's that same tight end, like they they should be building up these weapons and trying to build up this offensive line. Um, there are offensive linemen they could take uh, with that twenty fourth overall pick, um, which would be pretty pretty good options there. Yeah, no. Um, at, at the at the offensive line, I mean, they can go guard. They can go with a guy like uh, Osiris Torrance, who's the best guard probably in the draft. Um, I forget who the kid is from North Dakota State, who's the sec, who's probably the second, but he he'll be a reach in the first round, in my opinion. Um, but we've seen we've seen some reaches go, uh, before. Um, a guy like sure. Antonio Johnson from Texas A and M be a nice little addition. Safety is kind of a hybrid cornerback safety. Uh, from, from Texas A&M, uh, a guy like Deontay Banks uh, from Maryland is another guy. I'm just looking at some of these draft, uh, these guys that they might have um, that that might be there uh, late in the in the you know for late first round. Um, but you know, definitely, I do believe that they they're, they're going to have mm-hmm. to figure out what they what they're doing at that tight end position uh, once Evan Ingram's out of there. I mean, I mean, they could find a way to maybe potentially resign him. I I just don't envision that being the case. Yeah, no, no, absolutely not. Absolutely I think not. He's but they too, have some. I mean, they have some. Yeah, they they have some options though. Um, definitely down. Um, in a late first. If round. they want, if they want to um, go corner, I mean, Brian ba- Branch could still potentially still be there from Alabama. Deontay Banks. I'm looking at. Uh, De- Daniel he Jeremiah's definitely might draft. still be there. 
If if Brian Branch is still there at 24, I, I don't know what the hell these teams were doing. I, I don't know how how he 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 gets passed um, up by this this, this box teams. match actually has uh, the Cincinnati Bengals taking Michael Mayer uh, at 28. I, I don't yeah. I, I I don't know if he'll still be there at 28, but that's one of these things. And in this mock draft, Brian Breezy, the uh, defensive tackle out of Clemson, goes to them. I, I can't imagine he's mm, going to be there at 24. Can't imagine he's going to be there at 24. Um, unless he has like the worst combine ever. Like, <laughs> 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 absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I mean, uh, who's another um, uh, a guy like um, Nolan Smith? Who's another edge? Rusher from Georgia. They got a plenty. They have plenty of edge rushers in Jacksonville. I don't see them adding another one like that. No, I, 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 mean, I, I actually think they're, they're besides this, like in the cornerback backfield. I actually think they're they're okay on defense. I would like to see them boister up this offensive line, continue to add weapons under Trevor Lawrence, and just continue mm-hmm. to building the offense that way. I actually kind of like their defense if they can continue to get older and get younger and get the scheme yep. um, more more consistency. Let's talk top three priorities for Jacksonville this offseason. Whoo, man, top three priorities, man. I think number one is uh, the development of Trevor Lawrence. Uh, you know, the, he took a, a ne- the next step. And this is just my top three priority. This is my top priority. I think what, where is Trevor Lawrence going to take this next year? He became a top 10 quarterback this past season. Can he take it to another level and be the – you know, next superstar of the league, uh, you know, the guy, a guy that everybody was, uh, you know, highly touted since he was like a sophomore in high school to be this, you know, next Super Bowl, you know, superstar, you know, at the at, at every level, you know, the college level and, and at the pro level. So I think the development of the continued development of uh, Trevor Lawrence, obviously uh, uh, the offensive line, they continue to build on the offensive line. Um, and then also, uh, you know, you know, get more depth at the cornerback position, in my opinion. Yeah, I have no arguments with you on um, priorities. Yeah, number one, I think, yeah, I think you got to continue to grow and develop Trevor Lawrence. It's got to be the number one priority when it comes to their offseason. Like, the growth and develop Trevor Lawrence is going to take this team where he wants to go. Um, and then building up this offensive line, uh, where at times wasn't all that good this season, if you continue to building up that unit. And then, yeah, I think finding another tight end because I, I don't think you're going to get Evan Ingram back. I think that should be a real big priority, uh, getting another solid tight end, a reliable pass catcher. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. I don't even know who's in free agency. Let me see who's in free agency that they can possibly grab uh, at the tight end position. Um, I mean, I you know, Dalton Schultz, I mean, he's going to come back to – Mike Kosicki? Mike Kosicki? I think he's going to be too expensive. Hayden Hurst? Hayden Hurst is an option for sure. I mean, he's bounced around. This will be his third team in three Austin years. Austin Hooper? Then, he has talented. Austin Hooper, I, I think I would rather address this in the draft and get somebody younger. Uh, right, right. But, I mean, all of those guys are – Irv Smith is a guy who's got some talent. Uh, you can, like, take that guy who was kind of flamed out in Minnesota. You can see if you can revitalize him the way he kind of did with Evan Ingram. That could be an option. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I, I totally agree. But I think, I think, in, I think, I think in that that first round, I think they do. I think they they let Evan Ingram walk, and I think they do they do get a tight end. But if not, I think you know if Jacksonville really loves Evan Ingram, and I think that that chemistry was there with him and Trevor Lawrence. I think you find a way to try and get re-sign him. I agree. I, I actually tend to agree with you on that. I think they should find a way to bring him back. Like he was so valuable into the progression of this offense that I don't mm-hmm. know if you necessarily want to lose that or not replace him with anybody or anybody proven. Absolutely, absolutely. 
But yeah, so this has been our AFC South preview. Uh, we did the Houston Texans and the Indianapolis Colts in a previous episode. Uh, if you want to just go back and check that stuff out, uh, we did. Uh, we've almost got through every single team now. So uh, keep an eye out for that content. We're going to do a preview, offseason preview for every single team in the National Football League. Uh, in case you missed the show we ran earlier, uh, we did a little XFL uh, week one recap, uh, week two prediction show. So keep an eye out for that stuff. Uh, we're gonna, we're all in on the XFL here at uh, Prime Sports World. It is, it is scratching me right where I itch, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I love some of the rules. Uh, you know, I wasn't on the first show. You know, I, I really didn't watch a lot of the XFL or really, you know, don't know too much of, of the rosters to even make any predictions. I'll just be going off of names and jerseys pretty much at this point. <laughs> but, but I love I love the 4th and 15 rule instead of the onside kick. If the NFL, the NFL should really consider, I mean. They're never I, going to. I don't, not, it's not going to happen. Because of how advanced the NFL is, I think oh, the, like teams would be like, oh yeah, you know, we're gonna go for fourth and fifteen and, and and just chuck it up and 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 you know David Tyree helmet catch type yeah, thing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But 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 no, I, I I think that some of those rules, I mean, the three point two point the three point conversion. Yeah, I like that. No, I love that. No 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 extra no uh, PTA like point after attempt. You either have the one point uh, at the one, two points at the five, or three points at the ten. That now that right there should should really con- be considered looked at by the NFL. Yeah, no, because no, the last time the XFL was like a thing back in the early two thousands, they took the sky cam. Idea. Yeah, yeah, they took from a bunch the of they, they did take a bunch of ideas from the XFL. Of that stuff. So we'll see. Yeah, so. Uh, tomorrow episode is going to be the crossover. We're going to be doing a second half preview of what's going on in the National Basketball Association. Uh, we're going to talk about Nick and Millen getting fired this morning. We're also going to talk about uh, his name is totally escaping the kid from the kid that's currently the coach of the Boston Celtics who got that interim tag dropped. Uh, uh, Nick, talking, uh, uh, Missoula, Joe Missoula. Joe Missoula, thank you. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We're also going to preview the second half of the NBA season. Keep it out for that content. Uh, I'm David Huffman right there as the CEO of Prime Sports World, Mr. Israel Rivera, and my friend. But we do hit the prime, my friend. We bring the heat, ladies and gentlemen, 24-7. Absolutely. Thank you very much, all my friends on YouTube who checked us out, uh, including Jags fan. We very much appreciate you checking us out here at Prime Sports World. Uh, and reminding us, Calvin Ridley is coming to the Jaguars next season. For, that is what's up. Thank you for reminding us. I totally forgot about that equation to their offense next yeah. year. He is going to be big time for them. I agree. He was awesome in Atlanta. So we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll be back here tomorrow. We'll you guys all have a nice night and stay safe out there. Stay safe out there, guys. Peace out,